we are experienced with education. I I went through sixth grade three or four times. So uh, so we're in the middle of watching. Gosh, what is the first game of the second week of the NFL? And I know everyone. Well, two of the three people in this cabin are very excited about the start of the season. <laughs> uh, huh, who's not? <laughs> yeah. Well, me and Dan Meisner for for two. Yeah. Uh, Dan's not with us here tonight, but we've we started Something, a support. We started a support oh, he's, group he's still online. <laughs> Dan's still alive, though, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's with us. And, he's still okay. He's okay. on suicide watch. <laughs> he hasn't figured out a way to to roll himself over with the heavy equipment he leases yet, but he's working on it. Uh, yeah, so let's dive right in. We're watching Eagles uh, beat up on the the Vikings live here, and uh, oh, that's a fumble. Okay. I imagine you guys are excited about this season, so I'm going to turn it over to the two Browns fans here. But maybe we should start with the beer and yeah, why we tried that. to talk about Tunnel Vision. Take it away. Uh, the beer we got tonight is called Tunnel Vision, and it is from. A brewery down in Nashville, Tennessee, called Bearded Iris. Uh, Mike had some different ideas what what that brought to his uh, his mind. But, yeah. uh, I it sounded sort of erotic to me, like uh, like what the well, medieval I, I, times. I believe it, you thought it was bearded anus. Well, if you would have told like a, a knight in King Arthur's court, "Hey, take a take a sip of this bearded iris." They'd probably yeah, I'd be like, you just got back from like massacring twenty people, and like, here's your princess prize. Like, show me my queen. Here my, she is, the bearded my iris. Bearded iris. So it's kind of a cool can. Uh, I never heard of this brewery, and Shane and I just picked it up on the way here. It's a an IPA. It was a little out of our way to go to Nashville, but we did it for the podcast. Yeah, I mean that's why we wanted to come back with a bang. Hey, you want to go? Na- I'll get in the car right now. We'll go to Nashville. <laughs> I'm down. I'm, get in the I car. Am, I'm so down. Really. <laughs> Um, it's a DDH, which is a double dry hop citra pale ale. Um, got a fruity taste. Mike liked it. He said these are dangerous after he had his first sip. I would agree they're tasty. They're not super high octane. They're like six, six, seven, six, eight. Um, it's good. It's yeah. It's like good. It's uh, fruity. Yeah. I will. I would drink. I will drink these again. And if I see anything else from the Bearded Iris Brewing Company, I would probably buy it to try it. And if you see it out there. On the shelves, um, they're not sponsoring us yet, but I think after this podcast breaks, it's only a matter of time. If you see anything from a bearded anus, though, maybe maybe stay away from that. Yeah, I would. I would probably avoid that. Uh, unless, you're well, into, unless you're into that kind of thing. I mean, teach his own. Yeah. Who I mean, am I to judge? Let's, yeah, I think it's kind of making a comeback, honestly. Although I might, if I saw your your search history on the internet, I'd probably judge you. <laughs> you might. You it's might different. Find. It's different than like seventies bush. It's like seventies <laughs> butt. I guess. Yeah, seventies bung. Um, yeah, not not real popular on the. Uh, no, the dingleberries. That's the issue. Yeah. Well, you don't. It it really just interferes I mean, with the high. You're you're in it, the Middle East for a while. Like I'm sure that was a problem with some of the natives over there. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> When they would wipe their ass with their right hand and then shake it with, with how would they do that? Wouldn't no, that's vice versa. Yeah, the the left hand is the unclean hand. But they would be like sans toilet paper, sans teepee, just no, hand. You, yeah, you wipe it with your fingers and then you, um, and then you just and honestly, you, they'd wipe it against the wall in some situations uh, where, like, uh, but, I mean, they would wash their hands with like water, but. You don't shake hands with your you don't you don't fist bump you don't do anything you keep that you keep that hand left hand in the pocket you keep that hand disengaged 
Yeah. Well, all right. I, I'm sorry I brought that up. I know our last podcast was kind of like poop centric, so we're gonna try to st- stray away from and that. Staying with that. Speaking of poop centric, anybody watch the Steelers this past weekend? <laughs> Good call, Shane. Good segue because I didn't see much of it other than the highlights for the 49ers, and there was plenty to yeah. see. Um, Kenny Pickett and his tiny midget hands obviously couldn't throw the ball very well. And this week, Cam Hayward's out. Deontay Johnson's out. I think Mike Tomlin's not feeling well. He said he might not be even coaching. Because you know who's playing? Miles Garrett's going to play. Well, as long as he doesn't. Was there a question that he wouldn't play? I don't think there was no, a question. No, but I'm just letting you know he's going to play. They need to be ready for him. Although I just heard a stat. I don't know if it was on the way over here or it was earlier in the day. The Steelers on Monday night in the last 20 games at home are 20-0. and 0. So, I mean, that's that's an impressive streak. Um well, for the last 18 years, they had future Hall of Famer Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback, too, so I wouldn't get too fired up. True, but, I mean, it's still, like, Pittsburgh's never an easy place to play. Let's be honest, T.J. Watts. Uh, not according to the last playoff game that was played well, there. Well, well, I mean, that was a disaster for any, like, anything the Steelers could have had gone wrong that went wrong, but T.J. Watts still on the team. Like, he's still a massive force. Um, I think it's very big that Cam Hayward's out. Because he's multiple time Pro Bowler, just a gigantic, you know, run stuffer, disruptor in the middle. Big bearded anus. So his yeah, I don't even <laughs> want to think about that. I presume and probably he's got a goatee, just like civil look, Civil War goatee. Look, what I I I didn't get to watch the entire game because I had to go go to the airport, which is a whole nother ordeal. Um, you can try and. And not get excited about this game, don't you'll be fine. <laughs> like I appreciate you being gracious. It's gonna if if we don't find something magical between um, tomorrow's walkthrough and Sunday, uh, we're, we're well, it's gonna be. Here's a long my run. question they for were, you: Mike. They were really they were really pedestrian last week. And well, I, I think I, I think that game. would be I think pedestrian would be actually like an upgrade of what how they performed last week. When you get beat Look, by... the 49ers are good. They're right. super they are, they are. The 49ers are a good football team. But, I mean, Brock Purdy, is this a guy that we're going to hang our hats on? I would I would pick him up on the waiver wire right now. The guy looked confident, poised, um, and he shredded our defense. I, I have no defense for anything you're about to say right now. And, um, you know, regarding... I look at Kenny Pickett's hands as, you know, if he's throwing lasers and touchdowns, you're like... I get it. That's awesome. You're cool. Wear the gloves. We're fine with it. But when he throws an interception, you're like, yeah, now the gloves are, seem kind of fucked up. It's like tuxedos at an interview. <laughs> like, it's cool. It's like and, It's cool until you fart and it smells like ketchup and onion. Then <laughs> then the tuxedos seem a little fucked up. Well, um, I mean, you know. would you agree? So I don't remember exactly. You would know better than me, Mike. But last year, the Steelers ended the season on a relative like hot streak, right, where they won a bunch of games. Kind of going on the stretch. Yeah. Um, and Kenny Pickett led a couple, you know, fourth quarter drives to win these games. But most of what was happening last year with those wins was just the Steelers' defense last year was very good. Yeah. Kenny Pickett, you know, was fortunate to make some plays when he'd have short fields and they needed a field goal or a touchdown to win. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, um, I think he's a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's I mean, a little, an actual little person? He's a widow guy. I mean, he's, I, I don't know he's that little. I don't even know what just size he is. He might be six feet. His, he, I'm just speaking from the elbows down. 
Yeah. <laughs> They're tiny. He's got he's got carny hands. <laughs> smell like cabbage. I don't know if you're expecting Carney, if Carney Pickett, that's his new name. You're not gonna get like a you're not gonna get a staunch defense from me. I mean I Do you I, do you so the whole you know, summer preseason, Kenny Pickett looked great. He in his preseason games he was just like total control of the offense, scoring at will. Do you, are you buying into Kenny Pickett? No, no, he needs to win. He needs to win real games. I don't. I mean, I won't. I'm not going to give him a. I mean, a new he, contract based on his performance in the preseason. He needs to. He needs to win games. The only thing I will say, in and I'm not defending Kenny Pickett. The only thing I will say is that the, their offensive coordinator is Matt Canada is terrible. Should have been changed out this summer, and I think Mike Tomlin's decision to keep him on, and Mike Tomlin's, you know. Mike Mike Tomlin's tenure is kind of riddled with the legacy of like you don't you don't hear about other teams coming to the Pittsburgh Steelers staff to say head coach interview head coach interview you head coach interview not since I mean not since you know he's gotten head coaches to come and coach with him Todd Haley um it, gosh is maybe the only one but I like he's he's not producing future GMs future head coaches in the NFL like Bill Belichick is like other programs are. And I think that's part of his legacy is that he, it's either part of his ego that um, doesn't necessarily bring in good coaching talent or young coaching talent to come in and, and be a part of that program. Um, because it is a great, it is a great um, organization from the Roonies down and they have a strong tradition, but I think, Part of Tomlin's legacy is going to be his inability to win in the playoffs the last 10 years of his tenure and his inability to develop future head coaches in the NFL. And I think his decision to stick with Matt Canada is part of what mars that legacy. So if you're looking for me to, you know, if you, you know, I'm looking, really not I mean, looking you, forward you, to you Monday. You call people to sleep. I'm not. I'm really not looking forward to Monday. I'm really not looking forward to the re- remainder of the season, and I'll just start to invest. That being said, the, st- the Steelers will probably win thirty-seven to fourteen. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like doing reverse psychology. I think so. Uh, I think it no, is. I, I think I, it is. I, I honestly, I'm I'm not looking forward to it. And that should tell you something about your team. I mean, what does your what does your dad say at this point as a lifelong Steelers fan? <laughs> He's still he he still bought in. 100%. He'd still say something. He would inappropriate and rude. It would have something to do about me having sex with an elf. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, the elf comment is a bit strange from Jamar Chase. Does that upset you guys? It does upset me, but like I understand the Bengals are good. They went to Super Bowl, but what Burrow's record against the Browns the last uh, twelve games is like two and ten. Not good. It's really bad. So I get it that they've had more success, but against the Browns, they've they've struggled. Um, I mean, not that as a Browns fan you can hang your head on like, yeah, but we kick your ass all the time, but we still never make the playoffs once every like twenty years. But I think that was, I think that was definitely bulletin board material when Jamar Chase said that. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. I and what? How do you feel about Deshaun Watson 
his performance and the you know his contract and you got to be just, happy I think with he your just defense. needed to relax more and if there was one way that he could relax more I, any suggestions on like what he could do for more <laughs> relaxation I don't know probably just troll Instagram looking for I mean a he good could, massage yeah he could serial rape a bunch of girls Would that calm him down a little well, bit well I mean I'm not gonna say he's gonna Roethlisberger people at this point but <laughs> or Danny Masterson <laughs> oh my That's god how, yeah. yeah right Oof. That's that curly headed fuck who would have thought Oof. that guy had the world in the palm of his hands? <laughs> Thirty years. Clink. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes. Well, well, the other big story from the weekend was was Aaron Rodgers on Monday night, right? Yeah, I, I mean, hadn't heard. How's he doing? He He's, didn't do well. <laughs> Four you, plays like, the, the funny Achilles that's intact. Did any of you guys gosh. see? Like, I was scrolling through TikTok. It comes up, and there was a like a twenty second post. Is like <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. 2023 highlight video it, sh- it shows him running out of the tunnel with the flag and then the video just ends <laughs> like oh that's fucking cold like, man pat mcafee got on the horn with to mike greenberg like immediately um i can't imagine i mean there hasn't been many teams with a with a more like where they haven't been like the off season darlings and like this the sweethearts oh, yeah. of all and then with, of the with hard knocks and everything else yeah, this year. All of the pundits, exactly. Hard knocks where they weren't like, We're gonna play defense, we got Aaron Rodgers. Like the fan base has got to be like full throat screaming at the T V for that first, you know oh. for the first kickoff and then like I mean, this is gonna place, be awesome. MetLife Stadium was like electric. I mean when right. he came out of the field first of all when he ran out with the flag like on nine eleven. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan. I think he's slightly overrated, um, but I respect. Like I, he's obviously done his thing, and I, yeah. I I was a little concerned. So when he ran out with the flag, I like it was on nine eleven. Obviously, like Shane said, and like it was like that was just cool. It was in New York. I mean, nothing could have set the stage better than that. And then what? Like the fourth play, didn't even. I, I thought he like twisted his ankle because he got right up. Right. And then he, the look on his face wasn't even that of pain. And then he sat right back down. Like, oh, that's never good when you bounce up and you sit right back down. Next thing you know, like, he's in the tent. Next thing you know, he's on the fucking, like, golf cart. Next thing you know, like, oh, fuck. Next thing you know, he's out for the season. Yeah. I I mean, the the fan base had every right to be excited. You know, anybody would have been excited. And then for that to happen, I just, I mean, that, that, that absolutely sucks. Um, and, but you know what else? I mean, Green Bay. Who made that trade was due a first round compensatory pick if he plays sixty yeah. percent of the snaps. Oh, really? second rounder. They get, uh, yeah, they get next to nothing now. I mean, they get well, a second, still get rounder, a second but, rounder, but that would have been. It depends been, too about like how the Jets finish, right? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, agree that all of a sudden that sours that trade so much now. Too. And Jordan Love oh, looked wow. really good, you know. Yeah. So like, <laughs> did yeah. you? See, there was a bar. What was I was? There was a bar in in Green Bay that was having a, a promo special. For it was like if the if the bills won like everyone like drank free, and then because everyone was basically rooting, I think there was still some bad blood of you know Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. So like if the bills won, maybe not everyone drank free all night, but everyone got like a free round and a shot or whatever. So people like when Rodgers went down, people were like cheering. They were so excited, and then they showed the end of the night when the Jets guy like runs the punt back for the touchdown. They're like, you fucking kidding me, right? Like because people were drinking like crazy, thinking yeah. they was gonna get paid for, and then that happened. I mean, kudos to the Jets defense. Like their defense right. is fucking legit. Robert Sala is a great coach. Yeah, he's a good coach. Their corners. That's what's his name, Sauce Williams. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy. Yeah, he's that dude. He's a dude. <laughs> he's as Pat McAfee would say. Um, 
Yeah, and you know, kudos to the dude that ran the punt back. He was like a small college guy. He was featured in Hard Knock Shane and we're talking about this. You know, was kind of one of the last guys to make the team probably. Yeah. And then his first game there, he gets a game-winning punt return. I mean, that was that was cool to see him win. I don't know if Zach Wilson is the guy that's going to be able to yeah, get him going. Was, they didn't really give him much. I mean, he was just throwing short passes and kind of managing the game. With a defense like that, I mean, I guess you could, you're going to be in games. Yeah. yeah. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. True. Dilfer. Who else? There was someone else I was thinking about recently that was just like on a great defensive team. That Dilfer was with the Ravens, right? Dilfer was with the Ravens. And then uh, Brad Johnson with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. won a Super yeah, Bowl behind Johnson. that defense. I think there was another guy, too. I can't think of it right now, but. Jeff Hostetler with the Giants back in the day. Yeah. But he was, yeah, he, Phil Simmons got hurt, right? Yeah. Same thing with like Doug Williams. Remember, he won a Super Bowl. He, he, he balled he out actually, for Super Bowl. Yeah, he was Super yeah, Bowl MVP. He, he balled out for like yeah. 350 yards and like four TDs. Yeah. Speaking did. of balling out, how about the Colorado Buffaloes? Coach Prime. Coach Prime. 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 Yeah. Best they, thing that's happened to college football in 20 years. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. I was kind of bummed I didn't get to watch much of the game last week, but I watched their opener against TCU. And I mean, was it Shakur? What's his first name? The, the Shadora. Shadora, the, the quarterback. Shadora. It's his son. What's yeah. going on? Is this his son? Yeah. So, there, and that was controversial, right? Because he was he came in. There was a there was kind of like a expected starter, and then his son comes in. He gives him a starting role, and then they're like, "Oh, well, that's just because he's Prime's kid." And then he comes out and throws five touchdowns. Well, he like was, that he first was game. at Jackson State. Like he was insane. Like his stats were insane. The guys he brought from Jackson State, that Travis Travis Hunter or Travis Henry? Hunter. Travis Hunter, like, you know, the first game he played 152 snaps both both ways. He had interception. He had, like, 10 catches for 150, like, three pass breakups, you yeah, know. Insane. He's, like, mini, you know, young Dion. Right. Um, but they brought in, like, 85 guys from the transfer portal. Yeah, the I highest mean, in the league. Right? Literally, when Dion showed up, he's just, like, most of you guys are gone, you right? Know? So pack your bags. Here's your Louis Vuitton bags. See ya. We're bringing in our new our new show. Um, it's kind of what college football is now. Unfortunately, like fortunately and unfortunately, right. like, I get it. It's a business. You want to win, you got to win. And Dion was coming in to win. A lot of the guys around that roster probably weren't going to win for him. Not that they were bad people, just they weren't. You know, the athletes that Dion could probably get. Like there's a kid from Kirtland that's they're starting left guard now, who is at Kent. Um, and the OC from Kent uh, got hired by Dion to be the OC for Colorado, and he brought this Jack Bailey, who's a Kirtland kid, played for Kirtland. Yeah. Now he's a starting guard, and uh, I mean they're rolling. Yeah, they're they're turning the uh, NCAA football situation. Yeah, they're fun to down. watch. I guess the the books got crushed last week because everybody was betting Colorado, and they were only like a small favorite, I think. Oh yeah, I mean they won. They beat Nebraska. Yeah. by like twenty five. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean they're they're just fun to watch. I mean the games are exciting. Did you see, what they asked Dion. I don't know if it was after the game or during the week. They said like, "Hey, have you, have you really had a chance to like savor the savor what's going on with the season?" And he's like, "Say, Santa ain't got time to taste the cookies. He's got to deliver the gifts. He got to deliver the toys." <laughs> yeah. I mean another thing that's cool about Dion, like he's very, and I'm sure he is a part of it, but like they're. Everything they do is on social media. Yeah, like their their meet their team meetings, their pregame speeches, everything. Which you know, I think in this day and age, if you're trying to attract recruits, yeah, like you need to have a really strong social media presence. 
it can't just be like your team wins on Saturday and that's right. that's enough. You know, you need to. Sad, so sadly, though, make a, I need a. Maybe it's time for our, our new segment, hot takes from Shane. Um, I need a prediction here. Where does I won't say next year. Let's let's say he remains loyal one more year. Which SEC school is he coaching at in two years? Oh wow, it's a good question. I mean, he's going to get lured into a bigger time school, right? Yeah. Um, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! We weren't ready for that one, Shane. Woo! <laughs> that was a hot take. And you set me up for that one. I don't know. I mean, it just seems so easy. So you got a fire extinguisher in here because we don't have to put that out. Shane, this is dried cedar plank cedars, buddy. <laughs> You can't come in there with that hot of a take. You can't be throwing fireballs in here. This is a <laughs> tinderbox. You can't lay a hot take like that on it. This place is going to light up like a damn tinderbox. Well, he's not going to go to Florida, right? Because he's a Florida State guy. Oh, does he go to Florida State? Yeah. He could go God. to Florida State. I don't, I it might mean, be easier to win in the ACC than the SEC. Am I just being crass? or do, I mean, does he stay? He, I mean, his, his ceiling's not Colorado. He could be in the NFL for all we know. I don't know if I don't uh, think it, I don't know if this stuff would work in the NFL. You think? I, uh, His shtick. He's like the. I yeah, think I, I think know. he is a players' coach, and I think the fact that he played in the NFL and no and was successful there, like as a player, as a teammate, um, I think he's probably got a lot more of the ability to be successful in the NFL as a coach. Um, I do think he'll probably stay at Colorado for a bit. Yeah. I, I, but Look, I also what's his contract now? Anybody know? It's a shitload of money for I don't know how many years. You yeah. know, like he's, the, his contract was like twenty nine million dollars for however many years. Colorado didn't even have the money to pay that contract, and they signed him to it just in like the cross your fingers hopes that like this is going to turn things around. And like the next day, they sold out the season tickets. Um, you know, they've gotten so much more endorsements and stuff like that. So. They they signed him knowing that like, hey, this is what we're gonna offer you, but well now it's my C T V, they're gonna have a network deal next year, I guarantee it. Right? Yeah. So are they ending up so they're in the pack the pack twelve now. So are they gonna end up back in the big twelve, which is like basically disbanded? Like I don't what is their Yeah, I can't remember where they're moving. I they mean all the Pac twelve? Yeah, I think this is their last year in the Pac-12 because they play USC, they play Oregon. Like their schedule is legitimately difficult this year. Like yeah. the USC um, Colorado game, I think it's in a couple weeks, and it's in Boulder, which like that place is going to be insane. Yeah, for that game. Yeah, that is going to be insane. But I don't know what's going to happen with the Pac-12 because there's only two teams left after like a year or two, right? And then the Big 12. I mean, yeah. a lot of those good teams left. What about the Mountain West? Or the WAC? <laughs> no one talks about the WAC anymore. No, no, they should. Yeah, who decided to ma- name that? Conference? All about that WAC. <laughs> Who wants yeah. to come to the whack? Y'all want that whack? Yeah, they're moving to Big 12 in 24-25, so next year. Yeah, I'm just not sure. I know, like, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State are still in there, but, like, didn't – there were some teams left, like, A&M moved to SEC. Like, yeah, we're just moving to, like, like three, a couple There's going to be, like, three conferences. We're yeah. moving – is Notre Dame ever going to join a conference? Not for football. It'll be weird if they do move to, like, two or three big conferences. Like, can they still remain independent and – relevant get their schedule you know and like i don't know i mean they pretty much play acc schedule as their you know but they still play whoever they want i mean they right. play usc this year though obviously ohio state um 
Speaking of which, Shane, I mean, this might be the year they they take Ohio State down. I don't know how long it's been since the last time they beat Ohio State, but I honestly think it's from like the 30s or the 20s or 30s. It's been like seriously. Well, they close didn't, to they didn't years. play for a long time. They yeah. haven't. Notre Dame hasn't won like a, a 20th century. <laughs> I mean, since they started playing them in 90. No, no, no. I, I was mean, at the first game that they played since their long hiatus in 1990. Five. It was right. our freshman year of college. Yeah, they lost that, and they might have played. Them. I don't think they've won. They played them. In, they probably played, played them game. like five or six times. Yeah, there was one that was a bowl game, right? Um, yeah, they played them in the Fiesta Bowl once. I mean, they've, yeah. only, they've only played six times. So when was the last time Notre Dame actually beat Ohio State? They won the first two times in 1935, and 1936. All right, so it hasn't been a hundred years. Four yet. horsemen. <laughs> Give it up. And then Ohio State won, won in 95 and 96, and then the 2006 Fiesta Bowl, yeah. and then last year, right? So this is the year. This is this, this is, is the it. year. This is what's happening. I mean, this is as good of a chance they're going to have in a while. I think that's that's an old article, so they've, they're they they're five and two, because it was the two Fiesta Bowls in 2006, 2016, and then last year. How many times did they beat them like, back in the 20s and 30s? Twice. That's it? Yeah. Damn it. Hmm. Huh. 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 Huh, but Ohio State doesn't look good, so I, well, who knows? They, it's helping that this game's in South Bend. Um, it's going to give them a little bit of a boost. You know, I think Notre Dame should take care of business this weekend. Ohio, who does Ohio State got? Like Western Kentucky. Gosh, they've started off soft. Yeah, Indiana, they got really Youngstown soft. State. Yeah. Mm. I think it was good that this year Notre Dame had them scheduled for the fourth game or fifth game, whatever it is. Last year is the first game. You never know. I think Notre Dame this year coming into the season needed some wins. They have a new quarterback. They needed to get their confidence up a little bit. Ohio State's, you know, they've beaten lesser opponents, but not convincingly. Well, wait till this week. They got Western Kentucky. Yeah. What's Western <laughs> Kentucky's even? They're 2-0. and Yeah. What's their, like, who are they? The like missing the, teeth. We're the Western Kentucky missing teeth. The Western Kentucky, like, Labrador Retriever. Hilltoppers. Hilltoppers. <laughs> oh, God. I think I think, Chard- I think Chardon Hilltoppers could beat Western Kentucky. Right they now. might. They might. They might. I don't know. Western Kentucky's two and zero. They beat two teams. Okay. What's the top? So we can if we can go back. We started NFL and now we're talking college. But if we can go back to local high school, <laughs> local high school football. Um, Kirtland lost a tough yeah. one against Perry on the first game on turf at the new the new uh, field. I think it was the second game. This can we just talk about? Yeah, it sounds better if they lost the first game. Can we just go with that? Make up stuff. The, the the greatest show on turf. The greatest show on turf. And uh, what was Mayor Potter's role in that? And should he be, should he not be reelected for allowing that to happen? Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of conspiracy theories <laughs> saying that Doug Davidson maybe had played a part. A lot of skeletons buried <laughs> under that turf. A lot of skeletons. I don't. I don't know how much uh, Mayor Potter had involved with oh, the game. It was all the school, I guess. But uh, I do know he gave a halftime speech, and currently came out and Perry scored first drive. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not saying it's his fault, but it's not not his fault. It focused mo- mostly on voter rights and <laughs> and, ma- yeah, and mail-in ballots. I don't sure it was on point to oh, yeah, like, what the like, Hornets needed uh, that night. Thanks, thanks, Mayor, for coming in. Jeez. All right, guys. So we remember we do have a football game. And remember, to, guys, the seniors that are eighteen, remember to register You're to eligible vote. Eligible to vote, and if you are going to mail in your ballot, you need to do it well in advance. So I brought some ballots with you. <laughs> Let's just pass those out. Who's got some pens? All right, now kill. 
Tiger, if you wouldn't mind, uh, we're just going to take a couple minutes to fill out these ballots. Um, who was the? You guys remember the movie The Program? <laughs> yeah, Latimer. Remember oh, Latimer? Latimer was an in, was insane. That was. Hey guys, this is what happens to you if you're on steroids. <laughs> Turn into a complete psycho. Remember when he would like he did like a deadlift or a squat clean or whatever he did, and then he like. There was like seven billion pounds on the bar. He threw it down and then just started like kicking it. Like <laughs> I, 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 I remember, like I think we were probably juniors in high school when it came out. So like ninety yeah. ninety four ninety three, and it came out. I think we had a game on Saturday night. So the whole team, not the whole team, but most of the team, like went to the movie theater that Friday night because yeah. it was like opening night. We watched it, and like we we left that movie theater literally like ready to just like run through walls. Half of our offensive line went and laid down in a road, <laughs> <laughs> just like in that movie. Like that movie should not have been allowed no. <laughs> to be to be viewed by teenagers. A lot of bad choices. I liked uh, Omar Epps how he would like See talk, later, talk trash as he's like doing spin moves. Like, oh, not this time. <laughs> His leg, no one ain't. <laughs> like who? Like a lot of, a lot of probably Adrian Peterson back in the day would just like talk trash during plays, right? Why? Why is it so hard to get football right on the big screen? It's I don't it's, know. it's hard. Like even Rudy Vince Vaughn is the quarterback. Throws like a girl. Vince Vaughn wasn't a quarterback. He was like Rudy's buddy. Yeah, and he plays the last down. No, no, remember? no. I'm, th- I'm thinking of uh, who's the other guy that was the director of it. I think. Oh, that's. Um, John Favreau. John Favreau was a director. He was his buddy. Vince Vaughn was a quarterback? Vince Vaughn's played. He, he was on Notre Dame's team. I don't remember if he was a quarterback. Was he the quarterback? So, yeah, watch, watch it again. He's the backup quarterback. The coach tells him, you know, if you had, yeah, if you, and he was always giving him a hard time, and he tells him, um, like if you had half of Rudy's yeah, heart. Yeah, if, if you had half his heart, you'd have been all American or something like that. Well, anyway, they put him in during scrub time. Vince Vaughn is the, is the backup quarterback, and, uh, um, uh, uh, Parsegan tells him to take a knee or run the ball. No, it was it was, it was Dan Devine who was the coach at that time. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, so Dan Devine uh, tells him to take a knee, run the ball, uh, or whatever, some mundane offensive play. And in order to get the defense back on the field, Vince Vaughn throws a strike. You know, through a pick. Uh, th- no, throws a strike uh, to score. Oh, gotcha. Uh, oh, uh, so Rudy could get on kickoff. So, so he could get on kickoff, yeah. and then he could come back in and play a defensive down, and then he gets the sack on Georgia Tech. So yeah, Vin, that's Vince Vaughn. Watch, wow. watch. The I do tape. remember Vince Vaughn being in it. I didn't remember he was a quarterback. Yeah, but him and Favreau were buddies back yeah. from Swingers, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, a great movie. But but like the you, you watch a lot of these movies like Program. Is, which is actually one of the better ones, probably longest yard. Like any you, given Sunday, like the one guy yeah, shoots a guy while he's that, running. That's a, last no, Boy Scout. That's <laughs> last Boy Scout. I was going to oh. say that. Yeah, any I given mean, Sunday is even one of those movies, and it actually has like some actual real football players in it. Is, but is even any they given, can't get like the uniforms. Is right. any given Sunday the one with Pacino as the yeah, coach? Okay, yeah, yeah. we yeah. fight for that inch. Hua. <laughs> <laughs> Was that son of a woman crossed with? Yeah. Let's just, you, that's what my, you asked me to do Pacino. That's what you get. That's Stall knows like early 90s Pacino. That's okay. all you know. Next play, 45 belly option on Hua. How, how about Pacino's oh, like oh. 80 years old. He's just had a kid. Gosh. God bless him. Is he still married to uh, the one girl, the gal from uh, Vacation? No. Like he was married to her no. for a long time. They were just boyfriend girlfriend. Beverly D'Angelo? Yeah, that was yeah. his like longtime girlfriend. Yeah, no, he's with some like, you know, forty something year old. And he's speaking like seventy five. Speaking of hot girls, like Shane and I were talking about this in the way here. Mostly Jim. 
I was talking. She was listening. <laughs> so Zach Wilson comes out on on Monday night, you know, and then it struck in my mind like, didn't wasn't there a big thing on draft day? That, like his mom. his mom was like a real good looking milf type lady. But also, wasn't she like? kitten cleaning his hair or something like yeah. that she's like meh probably like, like part, wetting his part or something like that so he would breast she breastfed him for a short time while they were on air in the as green well. room yeah during the draft like pre-draft like you got to be you got to get the nutrition in mommy i'm hungry <laughs> hungry zacky hungry <laughs> so i'm like what did i can't remember what his mom looked like had to google her sure he did like any like, like any one of us would come on guys like any cold-blooded american man sitting on his couch watching monday night football she, she was um and google quarterback's mom who doesn't do let that? me let me uh stop google right now so yeah she, oh, she's in my search history <laughs> here it is popped up after two letters i put in um good looking gal um i, I mean for great looking mom let's i'll just leave it at that milf no, for sure, milk okay. material. So let, I get I get into Zach, and it goes to Zach Efron. Zach Efron W. I, I typed in Zach W. Zach Wilson's mom. This is the first. <laughs> I mean, Google Google don't lie. <laughs> it knows what people want. Okay, let's take a quick. Uh, so so yeah, you do that, and then it starts talking about a story about, and then it shows his girlfriend from like a year or two ago, who's good looking girl. Wait a second, this is no way it's his mom. Wait, show me the picture. She fine. That's his mom. Yeah. I mean, she's a good looking lady. Good Lord. She looks 28 years old. Google is present a girlfriend is all I'm telling you. She's like an Instagram. Please tell me she looks like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> you still looking for bearded anus? <laughs> bearded. Uh, Zach. So, I can't get past his mom. Zach well, Wilson's Zach Galifianakis. Girlfriend? Zach Galifianakis. Oh, I don't care. But his, his old girlfriend, they oh. broke up. And said, and like his old girlfriend claimed that Zach Wilson was having sex with his mom's friends, which was, yeah. So that's the blonde. So now his current girlfriend is also a step above his mom, I think, and existing or old previous girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think, Mike? I mean, in your expert opinion. Uh, uh, all Mike's the, speechless. All the blood is rushing to other parts of my body right now. I, I feel like... Uh, yeah, well... Uh, Shane, give us a hot take here while I can... Compo- no, she's, I mean, she's, she's a good-looking lady. Yeah. Um, I still just can't get over the, the genes here. Um, I mean, Zach Wilson's a good-looking guy. Like, he's his hair, got great hair. Oh, like, I'm sorry. I'm looking at Zach Galifianakis' no, his wife. No, no, no. I, is he even married? <laughs> I don't know. I think he is, yeah. Uh, yeah, both good-looking girls. They're, I'm sure she's... Uh, I'm uh, sure she's nice. Really good at math. Um, yeah, a little segue there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Back to school? Sorry, cutting <laughs> weight. Anyway, yeah, back to school. Rodney Dangerfield. That's one good way to get uh, rid of an erection. <laughs> oh, no respect <laughs> I get no respect and another thing Vonnegut I think my grandfather took me to see that movie when I was like nine years old <laughs> how about Johnny Lawrence in that movie remember he was like the diver right. he was like the antagonist yeah. what a great I mean kudos to the director or writer of like hey guys we need to you know create a little bit of rivalry here amongst the college sport and Rodney Dangerfield's gonna go back to school and well what's, what's Rodney gonna do well no, he's a part of the dive team. <laughs> it's gonna be about diving, I tell you. <laughs> Guys, you know what we, you know what the, the, the 
You know what the crowd wants? They want diving. <laughs> More diving. <laughs> you saw Greg Luganis in the Olympics hit his head against that diving board. They want to see more diving. They want to see people in the pool. They want to see that water splashing. Actually, no, no they don't want to see it splashing. No splash. They want to see good dives. Flips and tucks. And, they want, and you know what else they want to see? They want to see Rodney Dangerfield in a Speedo. They want to see him up on that top 30-meter board. They want to see the triple Lindy. He's going to use all the boards. And then he's going to go in the pool. <laughs> but what's the triple Lindy? The triple Lindy. Oh, let me tell you something. Triple Lindy, back in the 1930s, used to be able to use all the boards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I keep doing this thing with my hand like I got a cigar in my mouth. Yeah, nobody can yeah, see that. <laughs> see? Yeah, we're going to tell you the story. Yeah, boys. Okay, Rodney Dangerfield. Okay, what do we... Well, I think it obviously is going to be a diving movie. Hey, watch out, Kappa. <laughs> hey, boys. Know who would look great in a Speedo? Rodney Dangerfield. He didn't even wear a Speedo. He had like a... No, basically like a wrestling He wore like the old... It was like a tank top and like boxing Oh, you're chest. right. You're right. It was... It, yeah, it was the old like... Night, the old flappers bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you'd go to the you know the the pool and just hang before everything came crashing down and yeah the Great Depression well, they had to keep all that all that yeah, all the yeah, wrinkles there's there. probably a girdle yeah at some point somebody smacks some sense in the director's like no he's not gonna wear just it's just a bathing suit we're gonna put we're gonna cover his it, it was in his contract <laughs> or else he's gonna get no respect what uh, are, what other like I mean this is going off topic but like. Are we on top? We had a topic. We had no topic. <laughs> yeah. What other like memorable, unbelievable '80s movies have we just not given like the full attention to that it probably should be? <laughs> oh gosh, I don't. I mean, like it doesn't even have to be a comedy. I mean, you know what's brought a few of them back to memory is, uh, and maybe we just do a quick shout out to those thirty second like movie. Um, those movie rundowns where the guys, the guys talking about Teen Wolf in the basketball oh, scene. Yeah. And he's like, now, now Teen Wolf, now this kid just turned into a wolf and he just straight up slam dunked it down their throat and they're not going to go to a zone. This guy's going to wave off the double team. He's gonna those say, are the best. Yeah. It's, those things are, are so good. They do one for Major League where I'm not Jake familiar. Taylor I gotta points see out. Oh my God. Oh, the, the one for uh, Wedding Crashers might be the best one ever. Yeah. Where they're, they're breaking down the football scene where they're doing the backyard football in Maryland. Yeah. And like, oh my God, it's the best. It's pretty good. I, I don't know. Um, I, I, so I, that was just one um, movie from the '80s that comes to mind. <laughs> Did you ever see the one from when he when he when he, <laughs> he does the breakdown of uh, the Karate Kid one, where like they're on the beach and like Danny gets yes. like beat yeah, up yeah, and yeah. like the dirt bike shoots sand in his face <laughs> and the, he's like first of all he's like playing like kicking around a soccer ball with the girlfriend and then like here comes Johnny like with his gang of you know gang of motorcycle guys and oh my god. If if you like, you could spend. I could spend a whole day watching. Oh, it. I've wasted afternoons doing how about, it. How about the one? Oh, I'm going to waste my entire night now. How about when I get the, home? What's the one where it's the it's the one Van Damme movie where he's like d- dancing with like girls and like is it Kickboxer? I don't know. Or Bloodsport. It's, it's one of the two. <laughs> it can't be. Those are different movies. But yeah, it, it's the one where he literally does like a splits on the floor. And then like like then he's doing splits like on a chair, but like in the yeah, middle of dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got um, a skin tight like uh, wife beater on. <laughs> oh, dude! Does, anyone that's listening to this, which is probably no one, do yourself a favor. Shane, we'll get Shane to um, basically put a link to this website. It's a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of the funniest things you'll ever do with your life. 
Yeah, go ahead and waste some time doing if that. You, if you grew up, you know, if you were born in the mid to late seventies and right. you saw a lot of these movies in the eighties, it'll just tickle your funny bone to no end. <laughs> I, I, I'm also I don't, I don't I can't go back to like um, um, a movie that stands out that we haven't necessarily talked about, but I'm watching. I never finished Stranger Things, so I'm going through that. And like all the 80s nostalgia from, yeah, it's pretty cool. from our childhood is just kind of fun to watch. And, you know, basically the those kids are our age during that time. Um, and we were all, um, you know, uh, a party to, uh, you know, horrific events that involved aliens and Russians during the Cold War. Uh, we saw a lot of death and destruction. Sure. Like a lot of... In our like, hometowns. Like a lot of small towns Red, did. Red Dawn. I mean, um, did a number. Right, exactly. Red Dawn as well. We, were, we remember we were attacked by Cubans <laughs> and Russians. So, so speaking of 80s movies, I saw an interview the other day, and you guys all remember Dennis Quaid, like famous movie star, did a lot of movies in the 80s. Yeah. At the end of the interview, the interviewer asked him, what were your top two favorite movies that you were ever a part of? Any guesses? Dirty Dancing, one. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to rank them. No, but. Dennis Quaid was not in that. Oh, I thought you said Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. wait, I don't know. I'm not good at remembering these types of things. Obviously, Dirty well, Dancing. I have no idea. But wait a second. We went Obviously, from, Dirty we Dancing went from, and Roadhouse. <laughs> we went from Red Dawn to Dennis Quaid somehow? Yeah, that's what I just said. Because we were talking yeah. about 80s movies. Okay. All right. But I, I, when you started talking about Dennis Quaid, you were talking about Red Dawn, and I just, my face no, no, saw Patrick no, no. Swayze. So, De- you Dennis know who Dennis Quaid. Quaid is? I do? Okay. I'm going to make this guess now, and it's going to be a wild one. But he's, the, so this were... Movies this, he was in? Movies he was in, they okay. were his two favorite ones he was ever part of. And he's probably done like 50 movies. I don't know. Okay. He's I'm, I'm ready. Yes. Interspace? No. <laughs> That's a good I, I one. I love that movie. That's one of my That's favorite ones. That's a great movie. Remember the cowboy in that? I remember the cowboy. <laughs> that wasn't it. Uh, one of them gosh. like surprised me because I totally forgot he was in it. Uh, and you would, it would probably be right up your alley. I'm going to say Tombstone is the other one. I don't think he was in that either. But, he was it. He was uh, Doc Holliday in the one, not okay. Tombstone. He was in Wyatt Earp with Kevin Costner. Sorry. The, I'm all over the place. The one movie he said that I thought would be up your alley, The Right Stuff. Oh, such a good movie. Second one, that. which was one Gordy of Gordy Cooper. He plays Gordy Cooper. Yes. Second one, which I remember watching. I had a different childhood than you guys because I didn't watch any of these movies. Go no, ahead. Did you didn't. not have HBO? No. Okay. My dad had like one of those things that you could like, someone like would come around the town and what was it called when like you could just like get free HBO? Oh. He had one of those, Scrambler. Like, yeah. He had like a D Scrambler type deal. Like, yeah. We, we had, so write stuff and breaking away. Oh, God. It's another great Fucking movie. Fucking Cutters, right? Cutters. <laughs> God. Oh, my. I love that movie. It was such a weird movie because the other guy that was in Breaking Away. Daniel Stern. Was Kelly. Not Was it Kelly from Bad News Bears? It is Kelly like the from ugliest, Bad News Bears. The ugliest actor that's ever been alive. Dave Stoller, Mike. Um, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern was one in One of it. the guys yep. from Home Alone. And he was in. Um, such a good movie. What was the movie that Daniel Stern was in with Billy Crystal? When they were like city slickers, city, city slickers, yeah. yeah. He was home alone, right? Like, so have you ever seen Breaking Away, Shane? No, great movie. It's actually like kind of an inspirational movie, I, I think, in a way. Like, it's a coming of age inspirational movie. It takes place in Bloomington, Indiana. Beautiful setting. Watch that. Like, I think Brian would like that because 
being in sports it's it's some it's it's a little bit of a sports movie too it's a coming of age story um and it's a it resonates i think because it's about you know kids after high school who live in a live next to this big gorgeous university but they haven't gone to college and they're like the townie kids yeah they're yeah the cutters are townies and they and, and they dave their buddy is a cyclist who thinks he's takes italian on, takes on this italian image because he admires the uh, citrano or uh their cyclists the, were like the best they were like tour de france so champions. yeah and he and anyway he gets to meet his heroes and they turn out to be assholes but then they enter uh, in this cycling race the cutters enter in this you know it's literally Indiana like around a high school track yeah a cinder track <laughs> a cinder track and uh i think dave they, takes him the whole way but then he gets hurt and then all the cutters who, who don't ride bikes basically yeah exactly dennis quaid is a washed up high school quarterback that thinks he should be playing in college but is working at the amp and daniel stern's a big goofball <laughs> and uh Kelly Kelly like Kelly Kelly looks like a troll. Tall. Yeah, maybe maybe you have to see it to under to really get it. I don't think so. No, I just explained to you. <laughs> I got it. I don't understand why you're not in tears right now. <laughs> it's a it's it's a feel good movie about kids trying to like come up from a shitty situation and like getting getting over on the the assholes. Yeah, I think it res. It's like because they they're all their dads worked in the uh, the quarry. And they cut stone, and they worked in the plant, and it's kind of like a Rust Belt story, only rock. I guess it's a Rock Belt story. Anyway, Shane. Just watch well, it, you Shane. Give right. Let you tell us a movie. We're going to shit yeah. on it. Shane, what, Shane what's a, what's a trans, transcendental movie? Is that the right word? I don't think so. <laughs> transcendental. What does transcendental give mean? Us an, give us a <laughs> no, movie. I'm not saying I know what it means. I'm just saying I don't right. think that was the right you, context. You said you weren't watching these movies. What were you watching? Your favorite, your favorite movie from your childhood? From Go. 80s? Um, I think Breakfast Club was one of my favorites. Dumbest movie I've ever heard, right? <laughs> no, I like that that's one, what made too. Me think of, that's what made me think. Plus, I, I'm a huge Molly Ringwald fan. I, I of do. course you are. Oh, gosh. gosh. You don't like Molly talk Ringwald? About, oh, talk about... She still looks good. Talk about pedestrian. <laughs> oh, come on. Hot take. <laughs> Molly Ringwald. Molly oh, Ringwald man. smoking hot. Hot take, Shane. <laughs> anyway. I saw a picture of her and Ellie Sheedy the other day. Ellie Sheedy did not age well. Did Molly Ringwald age well? Yeah, she still looks good. She, looks, she actually looks similar. I mean... I have respect for Molly Ringwald. Five years old, but... Yeah. Well, anywho, uh, Breakfast Club's a good one. I like when they splice in like... Uh, you know you want another one <laughs> have you seen those memes where they do that with the principal no that's another one right there you got another one it's either breakfast club or the fingers those yeah, was great like the, you got the horns he would do the hook that's speaking the of hook and like not to interrupt again but remind me did you guys see mcconaughey on the sidelines last week for alabama texas <laughs> i didn't see any of it I mean, he's he's always there. Did you Isn't watch, he like the you dean of students game? now? He's the dean of culture. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, that's his position. Like, at Texas? He's a, That's his actual position. He's the dean of culture at Texas. He spoke to the guys. Like, he goes to practices here and there, and they'll talk to him. But on the sidelines, he had this, like, wacky cowboy hat with, like, a feather in it, like a skin-tight shirt. He was doing the horns all night long. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. And then, like, there was an interview, him and um, – McAfee was like hanging with him, it was, yeah. which was funny. So, oh gosh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's a goofball. But speaking of McConaughey, how about um, you guys like True Detective? Love it. 
Well, there's a new one coming out with Jodie Foster as the uh, as one of the detectives, and it takes place in like Alaska or something. I got super fired up about. it. I saw the trailer the other night. <clears throat> I felt the Vince Vaughn one wasn't great. like the no, they were the Woody Harrelson Matthew McConaughey one was fucking unbelievable. So good. Vince Vaughn one not as good. It's a movie Mahershala or show. Ali. It's a show. It was like a HBO show. Shane, you have to watch. You know, as we uh, we were talking about football, we were talking about the fall. Um, and this is not a very good segue because I think we just finished up talking about movies from the eighties. Jim um, having to but, pee. It is fall, and one of the ways that we usher in the fall here in Northeast Ohio um, on, you know, the 306 family is we do the uh, compound concert. Jim, tell us the kind of the history, how that got started, and how it went this year. Uh, The history, I don't know, it's probably the four years ago, my neighbor Tom Bernat, friend of the show, former guest. Uh, how how that guest how that that uh, was one of the lowest rated episodes. That's ever. what I thought. It's the least amount of yeah. listeners in the history of the podcast. Thanks. So you. most of you probably have never heard of Tom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we just a couple a buddy a couple of buddies of his from work and you know played music and they knew some other guys who played music so we decided to have a little party. First year it was just in Tom's garage. It was kind of COVID, right? So it was like. I think yeah. it was like twenty. It was like the first. I was there for that. That was the first uh, fall I was back in Ohio. We had just moved, yeah. and I was there. Uh, yeah, was yeah. There so that. it was a it was a pretty small little shindig. I was um, there at the beginning. You were there from the start. Yeah, you're. Yeah. yeah. So just a little party in the garage with a band, like two person band. You know, it was fun. Next year we moved it outside. Every year it's gotten a little bit bigger, and this year we did it uh, Labor Day weekend, and. Uh, it was great. I mean, we're out. We do it outside. We have a hay trailer that we make up and put some lights on it and turn it into a stage. And then everyone comes out, have a big bonfire. Luckily enough, my uh, Tom and I's neighbor, Mrs. P, lets us use her yard, which is a great yard for this party. We were supposed to have two bands this year. So the the first two guys. I mean, we did have two bands, but I'm yeah, well, two real bands. No, no, no. Let me. Let, First of all, I have to say that this is like one of my favorite things that we do all of the year. It's, I like mark the calendar. When this came out, I was like, save the date. We're not going anywhere. I'm not going to any of the kids' games. <laughs> it, it's just a great time. I and mean, it's clear a, the next day. It's a backyard party with live music, great food, awesome people. Um, the, last year, the weather wasn't great this year couldn't have been better oh gosh it was so initially friend of the show frank matola was supposed to bring his band shame taco out and we were gonna have a double header shame taco yep brent kirby tom prebish you should have seen that set list that they had together i i have a google sheet that frank has shared with me it was lit all bangers banger after banger after banger (laughs) bangers and hash is what it was but Mm. unfortunately frank calls me about a month before the show and says hey oh by the way my lead singer is like going to a wedding that night and the blah 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 and they canceled so i was a little bummed because i had been promoting this as you know basically rock of ages party yeah i hope you got your, their uh your deposit back with them yeah well we're, we're they're gonna be on the hook for some money i can tell you right now <laughs> Our, the lawyers are talking now shane i can't really get into details <laughs> yeah i can't you don't say but, anything till the courts do their do their work i, I got it it's gonna work it. itself out in, in litigation but right now we can't there's not much we can say about misney's misney's gonna take care of it. <laughs> misney's actually representing both sides he's gonna make so i don't even pay. know who's gonna pay at this point <laughs> he's gonna make himself pay <laughs> 
<laughs> that probably wouldn't happen. I don't think he pays anything. Um, so I'm thinking like, well, it's still going to be a great party, but we're down a band. What are our choices? And I started talking to Mike. And I started talking to Frank, who Frank felt horrible that Shame Taco couldn't couldn't represent, and I think he felt really bad. So I'm like, "Hey, Frank, you know how to play guitar. Mike, you're a bass aficionado. <laughs> I have a bass. He got the bass. I got it's all the about bass. the bass. Slap like, the bass. I'm like, why don't you guys just roll up and do your thing, and you know, you kind of warm the crowd up a little bit. So lo and behold, these guys, a band was formed." put together a little bit of a band literally last minute like i i talked to him on thursday the party saturday friday they're putting stuff together saturday they're rehearsing or friday thursday they put stuff together friday they're talking about saturday morning they're rehearsing saturday afternoon they show up grade a beef is the name of their band I don't know where that I th- came from. I think what might be funny is if I just read you Frank and I's text as this all kind of transpired. Yeah, let's see. Let's yeah, see. see. The, let's, let's chronologize. Um, yeah, so. Chronologize? Chronologically. You don't have to finish every word, Shane. <laughs> you you, know, you, had, you, you had, had a wrestling coach. Volkman. You had a wrestling coach for years that so, never finished I words. I think Jim's turned into Kerry Volkman. <laughs> you just got a chronologize, cow. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I, I don't <laughs> All right, so, okay. Meanwhile, I, I'm, on, I'm on a three-way text with Mike and Frank. Yeah. Saying, right. like, guys, just come on. You, it doesn't have to be great. Just anything would be awesome. Do it. And then they must have branched off and done their own little texting. And I don't know what it said, but Mike's about to share it with us, I think. Yeah, so uh, Frank Frank texts me the night before it is, well, it's the afternoon before the uh, – before the compound comes. So this is Friday, September 1st. And this is Frank. Hey, I'm on the way to the driving range to hit some absolute lasers with my irons. But Jim just texted me and wants you to bring your bass and me bring my guitar. I realize this is extremely short notice, but I'm wondering if there's three songs that you and I could put together. I'm thinking easy three chord stuff. We can get through it and we can't. And if we can't, we just forget our instruments. (laughs) I mean, and I said, I mean, give me some homework and I'll get something together. What are some that you think I can play drunk and would sound coolish with no drums? And we need, <laughs> and I said, we need a, about a four hour rehearsal session tomorrow. Um, and I said, could we do an original called Rippin' Lasers? <laughs> Frank says, I'll report back. And I say, okay, the name of our band is a grade A beef. <laughs> and he and goes, a band is born. And he goes, perfect. <laughs> We go on to discuss, like, uh, <laughs> you know, what the songs are going to be and how we're going to do it. And uh, we we finally, we get together, we, we pull it together. And um, at the end of the day, what I end up talking about, um, he's like, He's like, hey, we'll do these songs. I got a cool effect on my amp. We'll do it. And I say, nice. I could potentially gut it, gut out a couple of those songs. But we'll focus on the big six. He says, I love that our songs are called The Big Six. And I said, yep, it's six pounds of grade A beef. <laughs> so my, my only question, you guys were amazing, and I give you guys so much credit for doing it. Was, it. was that like, that's basically your first time ever playing in front of people, right? I've never played bass guitar in front of anyone outside of this cabin. So did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was a blast. It was good. You guys knew what you were yeah, doing. I mean, you guys sounded great. It was a blast. There was, there was a point there. I mean, the microphones were hot. Um, Frank sings. I can I can sing, and there was a po- a point there where I was like, should we just start singing? Um, 
but we didn't have drums or anything else and we hadn't practiced the singing but we were uh you guys totally could have sung like you you've got a good voice i've heard frank sing before I mean, hardly anybody was paying attention they were, I mean, that's exactly, once we got up there and we <laughs> you know and you know i didn't feel bad about that i and it was uh you know honestly when when um the the main act i mean uh brett kirby and um Dan Prebish. Tommy Prebish. Tommy Prebish were were up there. Um they were crushing it. And still everybody's just kind of talking in the background. That's the other. that's the one thing that like I have to figure out a way like for make the them the more center stage. Yeah, because I like the, I mean, you guys were awesome. Like Brent and Tom, like they're professionals. Like they're they're so good. I mean they're really I mean they, yeah, they're, they're cool. really good, but like everyone's just kind of like chilling, small talking, hanging yeah. by the fire, like I'd like to make it more of a more know, of a concert concert yeah. like pinpoint it you know focus on the group I don't know how to do that but uh, I it's, think it's great background cattle prods yeah. cattle prods yeah. it's just um, everybody hasn't seen everybody it's like everybody you know it's kind of catching up with a bunch of people I think, you know, is, see I think fireworks probably it is such a cool scene uh, I, I honestly I'm, I'm not kidding it's one of my favorite things that we do of the year it's the, the signal of the start of the fall season which is my favorite and you guys did a great job thanks for putting it together my only recommendation for next year is you guys had literally two shirts made yeah well, yeah that was come on sell those shirts so give, a, give some to the band yeah Tommy Tommy B had a shirt made up he calls me Thursday night he's like we're hanging out he's like hey I got shirts made for the concert I'm like awesome he gives me a shirt and I look at it and it's like cool super cool shirt yeah, yeah. Really like, cool shirt the design was awesome the colors were great and like wow this is this is awesome like how many did you get he's like two <laughs> one for me one for you I'm like I'm not kidding that shirt would have sold people would have bought multiple shirts so I don't know how many people that night came up to me and said where can we get one of those shirts I'm like <laughs> I, this is it. Like this is you know. This I just imagine the screen printer looked at that order and it's like motherfucker. Well, I think two just, shirts. I think you want to like you can go online and get like one shirt made. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. You, you can create your own design, but they were super super cool shirts. Next year, I think we're gonna get a merch table. Yeah. You know, and whatever money we make, we'll donate it to a charity or just for the Asperger's. band or, or for the band, whatever. You know, like, but people like the shirts i give tom credit the design was spot on it was great yeah. and everyone wanted one i actually traded my shirt by the end of the night i don't know if you guys were still there where i swapped shirts scott runyon so so bernat gave his shirt and did a swap with chris kaimi so chris had tom's shirt on okay. and tom's cowboy hat on yep so a little bit later, I'm you know doing my rounds, trying to just talk to everybody, which is hard when you're hosting because there's a million people that you want to see and say hi to. Scott Runyon, former guest, said, "Hey, Bernat gave his shirt to Kaimi. Like, why don't we trade shirts?" And I'm like, "Fine. Like, I'll give you the shirt off my back right now." I gave him my shirt. He gave me his like disgusting, terrible, crappy shirt, <laughs> which was fine. I'm like, you know what? Once I give you, once I give someone my shirt, that's it. It's yours. Yeah. Like, this is how we do it. So like two two days later, I go over to the Runyon's house because my son Howie and their son AJ are good buddies, and I had to like pick AJ up to take him somewhere. It was actually on Memorial Day, I think. And AJ comes out to the car, and he has my shirt, freshly laundered, folded, and he's like, "Here's your shirt back." I'm like, "Oh my!" I'm like, "I didn't. I wasn't expecting this back." <laughs> right. Because I, I gave your dad my shirt, but I'm like whatever. So then I end up seeing his dad later that night. 
at the same party. I'm like, yeah, that was like, you didn't have to give me that shirt back. Like, I, I, once I traded, I, you know, it was yours. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he didn't know that his wife laundered it and gave it back to me. He was pissed. What are you talking? What? He's like, what? What are you talking about? And I'm like, well, I got, now I got two shirts. <laughs> you guys do a great job. Um, it's a great spot for it. Um, Thank you to the uh, to Mrs. P and yeah. uh, to yeah. you and, all the and Tom and I know like Sean was for cutting it. grass and yeah, it, yeah. It, it, the setup is a lot of work. It takes a yeah. village, but uh, I know everyone had a great time. Um, I have a great time. So all the people that are listening to this that were there, thanks for coming. Hope you enjoyed it. People that aren't, shoot us an email on what. Uh, clown penis dot <laughs> no cutting weight at outlook.com I think and uh, let us know and like I'd be happy like the more oh, the merrier I check man. that once every six months so by the <laughs> have next we ever time, gotten any emails yeah I think uh, Jake, I, I think Jake, Jake I think like a brother-in-law an yeah. once sent, sent an email yeah that might be the only one it's a great uh, it's a great event there was a lot of uh, former guests that were there I got to meet uh Got to, did you happen to get a chance to meet Tiger, who was a guest of ours, one of our best podcasts? His brother Matt, Maddie. Oh no, he was there. He was the one that like talked him into playing the like the semi, arena football. Arena football league. Oh like, gosh, I talked I to him for a little bit. Like him. it was, it yeah. was. He's a character, man. It was oh, funny. Gosh. Um, he introduced himself to Vanessa's Butch. <laughs> She's like Butch, and Katie running's like it's Matt. <laughs> I got an uncle Butch. I'm Butch. So, yeah, it was it was it was a good time, and uh, I, I behaved myself this year. Yeah, I, I uh, was on. I, w- I was put on notice before going. <laughs> Not yeah. only was I going to play, which uh, I needed to be so- sober to concentrate, but uh, the last compound concert, I think I drank thirty beers in about forty-five minutes, and. Um, the ride home was not pleasant. <laughs> I had that. a nice headache well into the evening on Sunday, but not the worst. Yeah. So what's up next for you guys? We got you know now we're full into high school football, college pro football. You got cross country. School's back in session. The kids are busy. Yeah, it's uh, it's a busy but fun time of year. We got uh, you know we got a kid playing high school football, JV, getting a little bit of varsity time here and there. We got. Another one in football playing fall baseball. Um, it's uh, it's busy, but it's uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's a, it's a blast. So, uh, Melissa just wrapped up a um, another successful season of, of volleyball with uh, <laughs> Katie Plato and their team. We got to have those girls on one of these yeah, shows just do. to talk about. There's a lot of inter-team dynamics that I think... We should have went to one of the volleyballs and just done the podcast while watching the volleyball. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) wee. Oh, wow. Cougars are are playing Kenston right now. I I know. I actually... Oh, um, tonight? I think uh, a buddy of mine, Mike Henry, is down there right now. Kind of curious to see how that goes. I went to the uh, Lake Catholic South game last week at Willoughby, and uh, Lake looked really good. I hadn't been to a game, I don't think, last year. This is my first game this year. Just went and met Timmy Gibbons there. Hung out, hung out with him, Mike Matteo. Cougars are great. Um, I know Kenson's really good. Yeah, so well, Kenson blew out. Uh, <laughs> Kenson blew out Chagrin Falls. I know in the battle of the battle of four four oh two two or whatever it is. But um, my goodness, it was bad. Yeah, that that game. Uh, my son, who plays for Chagrin Falls, uh, is a sophomore. Plays uh, guard and 
and linebacker all 140 pounds I was of gonna say not a, not that big yeah calls me he, he he texts melissa and i after school and he's like i have a migraine headache my stomach i'm nauseous and my back hurts and i'm like i think you have meningitis <laughs> um i'm like well just tell your trainer dress for the game you're not gonna play don't don't you know don't worry about it you, you know and we'll you know drink water the whole time you're on the sideline and you know if you can play tomorrow you play tomorrow for the jv game well guys are dropping like flies we're getting destroyed it's like 44 nothing at halftime and uh halfway through the third quarter they're like stall and he's like what he goes out there toughs it out plays the plays uh the fourth quarter but uh yeah they got a good football team they have a big i mean they've got a beefy yeah, like line of scrimmage. I know, on they're, both I know sides they're supposed to be good. I haven't seen them, but Kenson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember, um, Aaron Jemison, John yeah. Carroll. Her son's a lineman. He's gotcha. he's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah they're stout. Uh, be interested to see what the final score of that one is. Um, Speaking of final scores, can we before we leave? Can we have Shane maybe give us some of his like hot take lead pipe blocks? Hot yeah, take I haven't looked at any of these for this blocks. week. By the way, let's go. Shane. Other than I have, uh, what's the game time? I have the Eagles. Well, well the, the one thing that I need to know is you because... You need a score prediction on Brown Steelers for the fans. That That's at the end, but I also need to know what's like a guaranteed loser game this week because I'm in a loser oh, pool. In loser pool? At the well. Shout out to the well in Kirtland. Shout out to the well. Last sure. week I picked uh, the Colts. I had a good feeling that the Jags would beat them, and they did. So they did. I need to keep that alive. Um, we got to pull up the schedule here. And I know you don't want to pick. Do you necessarily, you don't necessarily want to pick the team that everybody well, here, else is picking, well, right? It doesn't really matter. I mean, you can only pick one team once. So I can't pick the Colts anymore. You know, to lose any more games because I already picked them. But I wish last week I would have picked the Chiefs because who's going to pick the Chiefs to lose any week? And they end up getting beat by the Lions. So I so I was just down in Jacksonville. Oh boy! Talk about cities that are fired up about football right now. Yeah, that's Duval, um, Duval County. Um, I, it, they have so the like, same, like they love Trevor Lawrence right now. They love Jacksonville. They love Trevor Lawrence. They love that whole team. And they honestly think they're going to smack Kansas city in the mouth again. Like, like the, I, that one might be a sneaky, that's a gutsy pick, but they Shane, think, let's just, let's just do straight money lines here. We won't do spreads. Okay. Let's just do money lines and I'll roll through and you can give me, give me your take. And All right. It's going to be top of my head first. First thought. Yeah. So first up, 1 o'clock. And these are all the Sunday games, obviously, because we're watching the Vikings-Eagles game right now. Green Bay at Atlanta. Uh, I'm a, I'd take Green Bay. Okay. A little, little minor upset. Really? Yeah. Oh. Falcons are one-and-a-half-point favorites. All right. Um, Seeing two. Vegas at Buffalo. Buffalo's going to bounce back. They're going to win that one. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Ravens at Cincinnati. This could be an interesting one. That's This is probably the, one of the toughest games of the week. I can't believe the Bengals are three and a half point favorites. There's no, I, yeah, that's that's surprising. Yeah. I think they'll I, bounce back. I think they'll play better. I think they'll I play better. Like, money line, I take the Bengals, but if I'm going to take the spread, I take the points with the Ravens. It's going to be a tight game. I don't, yeah, I don't even think the Bengals are going to win. I would take the Ravens with the money line. I, I wouldn't. I'm not going to judge you for that. You shouldn't. Hot take, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Hot take. Oh. Ha. Seattle. Seattle at Detroit. Detroit. Detroit looks good. Really? Yeah. You think they're good? Yep. All right. 
Charge at Titans. Oh, wow. I didn't see either one of these teams last weekend. Um, just Char- off the top Char- of my head. I'm Chargers points. starting to shoot out against Yeah, the off the top Dolphin. of my head, I think Chargers can score. I take the Chargers, but Titans are tough at home. But, yeah, Chargers, money line. The Chicago Bears at the Baker Mayfield Buccaneers. But I, I would take the Buccaneers. You're Baker uh, guy now, huh? No, I, I love Justin Fields, but I just the Bears are just they're rough. One o'clock game, Chiefs Jags down in Duval oh, County. Duval. <laughs> Chiefs are gonna. They're, I don't know. Is Kelsey still out? I think so. Is he gonna be out a while? He's dating Taylor. He's seeing. He's hanging out with Taylor Swift. I saw. That's his like new woman. Swift. Yeah, they're not official, but they've been hey, testing the waters. I, I can't blame the guy. I'd like to test those waters. <laughs> Jim, you're a married man. I like the Swift. Those Taylors. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Chiefs. They're, they'll bounce back. Taking a lot of road road teams. All right, Colts at Texans. A battle of terrible teams. <laughs> Oh, wow, that's a that's the one. Colts that's at the Texans. one. Um, ooh, ugh, I don't want to. I don't want to watch that game. That's for sure. Um, hot take. Hot take. T- take the home team. Take the Texans. Yeah, I think it, I'm, it's see, a I, one point game. It's I was a, thinking a, about taking a, the Texans in the loser bracket. There. Flip a coin. All right, Ninas <laughs> versus Rams. Way to commit. That's a, another hot take. I don't know. Flip a coin. <laughs> Wow, I think, I think the Niners are good. The I'm Niners taking, are. I'm very taking the good. Niners. What's the, what's the spread on that? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, they're going to cover that. That's easy all day. No the, Cooper Cup. How about the the New York Football Giants? Football Giants against the Cardinals. I mean, the Giants looked really bad. Hey, but I but they're, they're I'm four point favorite. I'm actually the, seeing, the Cardinals are terrible. Yeah, but Josh they, Dobbs is their quarterback. Right, but the Arizona Cardinals hung around the Commanders last week. The Commanders are terrible. Can okay. we agree on that? Ron Rivera, the Riverboat Gambler? <laughs> what's your hot take on that, Riverboat? Shane? Giants-Cardinals. Uh, go with Cardinals at home. Oh, my God. The Jets. After, that might be the... The Jets coming in after a huge emotional win, losing the franchise quarterback against the Cowboys who just dismantled the Giants. Yeah, I, on the money line take the Cowboys, but the Jets. I, I might I might take the points. The but Jets how about the I. Jets for my loser bracket this week? There's no way they're yeah, going to Dallas. There's no way they're going to Dallas and no guys that are in Jerry's loser brackets. Yeah, yeah Jets are going Jets down. Jets are probably like a good one. I mean it's the biggest spread of the weekend. That's a lukewarm take. The Com- the, the Commodores versus the Broncos at Mile high. Yeah, take that it. might be the worst game of the weekend. Worse than the Giants and the Cardinals? Ugh. I, I, it's on yeah. par with that for sure. Yeah. How about Sean Payton pulling off the fucking onside kick to start the game? Like yeah. that was just Oof. like I don't know about that. Yeah, talk about that. that's desperation. Desperation. Like just trying to like look at me, I'm so smart, I can win this game, and they ended up losing, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. By one point to the, the race. Broncos at home, but I, I don't love it. Speaking Do of, you guys play Las Vegas this year? I think I don't think we have the AFC. We played West. them last year, right? We play them in Vegas. Maybe we do have the AFC West then. Yeah, you might not play all of them, but we... no, like whatever your off your off team, like you play every team from that division. All right. Well, and there's another one where you play like the first place. We couldn't. Have, I don't think we play the Chiefs though this year. No, but let's go play. Uh, let's go to Vegas anyway. <laughs> Good call. I'm going, I'm going to Vegas for. Uh, 
President's Day weekend for a cheer competition if anyone wants, wants to come. In. Yeah. In. All right, last <laughs> last Black game Kings. on Sunday night. It's the primetime game. Primetime. Primetime. Prime prime the Miami Mike McDaniel Dolphins versus the Bill Belichick-led New England Patriots. How good is Tyreek Hill? Has anyone talked about that? He's, he's a the star. The fucking cheetah? He just, he just different. He's different. He different. He that dude. And Tua, Tua dropped back 42 times last week, did not get touched. If that dude don't get touched, <laughs> it's going to be a long day, Bill. He's going to find the open receiver. He going to get Tyreek. Who, get- who are we imitating right now? <laughs> not sure. <laughs> Some guy on the bus. <laughs> All I know is that I think the Dolphins might be going into Foxborough. And putting a whooping down on Bill. You don't think Bill Belichick's going to be ready with I his I think he's going to be ready, but yeah. I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know how many bullets he's got in that chamber left. He can't get ready enough. Yeah. Patriots lost last week. Dolphins, yeah. Three point, it's only a three-point spread, but Dolphins are a home or so a road you, favorite. Who do you like there? You're taking Dolphins? I'm taking the Dolphins, yeah. Okay. I think okay. That, yeah, that's probably All right, we're going to Monday night. We do have a double header on Monday night. Saints. Do we, why doesn't my phone show that? Well... Saints at Carolina oh, the Browns because the Browns are the top. Yeah, Saints, Saints Panthers. Gosh, who's watching that game? I don't know. Yeah, nobody. That, and that one starts an hour earlier, so I watched the first hour probably. Um, I don't like any bit of I'm that. I'm gonna I'm gonna take eight melatonin so at it? about seven thirty. <laughs> so I thought we were Derek, going to Pittsburgh. Derek Carr's the, the leader of the Saints now, right? Who they think they're gonna beat them Saints? Who they? I, I just can't imagine that many road teams are going to win in one weekend. Well, you picked NFL. a lot of road teams. So I know. Far, Shane. I know. That's making me nervous about your lead pipe. Who's the quarterback for the Panthers? Wait a second. Derek Carr is the quarterback for the Saints? Yeah. Who's the quarterback for the Raiders? Jimmy G. Oh, my Lord. Bryce Young. The been, most handsome man in the NFL. I have been watching a lot of football. <laughs> Young's the quarterback for the for the Panthers last week. He was 20 of 38 for 146 yards. Beat Joe Burrow. With two interceptions. Beat Joe Burrow. Beat Joe B. Beat Joe B. And in, in, in the stat line, he beat Joe Burrow. Oh, he beat Joe Burrow in the stat line. Well, yeah. I I, be, I almost beat Joe Burrow in the stat line. <sighs> I beat Joe Burrow in the 1997 Turkey Bowl stat line. You did. That was I remember that. It was memorable. I threw memorable. three picks, but four, four interceptions, and five picks, and three touchdowns. You, in your defense, you had 30 beers the night before. So Kenny Stabler style. Yeah. Eesh. So I got to pick somebody in this game. Let's just – let's – Let's go with the Saints, I guess. Wow. I don't like it. Super hot take there, Shane. Oh, yeah, that was a that was a lukewarm take. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. So you gotta pick every game. I'm not gonna bet every game. Shane. That was room temperature water. Right there. Room temperature right. take. And the big one. Here we go. Here Your we go. Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers at Three Rivers Stadium. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll call it that. Yeah. What's it called? It's not even the ketchup stadium anymore, is it? At sure. What is that? It's an insurance company. Yeah, nobody cares. Well, the Steelers are going to need some insurance after they take the B town. But Oof. Shane's the one making picks here. So, what do you think, Shane? Oh, I need. We need a pick, money line. We need spread, and we need a final score. All right, I'm taking the Browns straight up. Browns across the board. Browns by ten. Okay. Mm. Twenty-seven, seventeen. They're gonna. God. Pittsburgh's gonna score seventeen points. They're gonna. Get, I mean. <laughs> How, how do you how do you even come about? Gosh, that? my my the tables have turned. <laughs> this is the this is the first time in a while They're where I'm home. not looking forward to. They're at home. What to do you think, game? Mike? Man, what's your what's your prediction, Mike? 
I mean, you're um, a diehard Steelers fan. Yeah, I am, but I'm also a realist, and I watched the game. I watched portions of the game last week. I, I think the, it's the NFL, though. Like, the Steelers, they're, will, they're the Steelers will be better, but they're missing some significant pieces of their offense and their defense. Deontay Johnson is out. Pat Fryermuth may not play. Um, who's their stud tight end? Uh, Cam Hayward. They also have an offensive coordinator that is is not good. Came here words out. Um, ah, gosh, I, I think they play with a little bit more heart and they show a little bit more than they had, but I don't see them winning this game. I think it's 23, 17. Okay. 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 All right. Fair enough. What about Jim? Um, Razor size Dicka or mini Dicka? <laughs> <laughs> Gigantic Dicka. <laughs> Gigantic Dicka. I think the Browns win. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. LC 49, Kenston 14. I just got that update. Wow. Whoa. Cougars? That's a biggie. That's a biggie for Lake the Cougars. Like 49. 49-17. That's a smackdown. Wow. Frank at Kenston? At Kenston. My goodness. That is that is impressive. So the Cougars seem to have bounced back from their early season loss to Mooney. <laughs> They're on a roll now, boys. Wow. Yeah, Cougar, wow. Cougar country might be back in full Cougar effect. Pride they might make the playoffs this year. Cougar pride well, is statewide. Every team makes the playoffs, but they didn't make it last year. I think saying. pretty much every team does, don't they? Almost. In in Menor's division region, there's 17 teams and 16 so there's make the a lot. playoffs. <laughs> so, all right, go ahead. Brown Steelers. I think it's going to be a low scoring game because I think Deshaun Watson's still going to be trying to figure things out. I'm I not. Think, a, I think you take the under. It's probably this is what what is the under? Is it forty? I'm gonna I'm gonna say what did you say? Twenty three seventeen? Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, like twenty four twelve. I don't think I don't think the Steelers I mean, the over under is only thirty eight and a half. Ooh. This is that's not a lot of points. <laughs> not a lot of confidence in these offenses. Yeah, so I, I think yeah, twenty one twenty one fourteen, twenty four, twelve. Like it'll be one of those. Wow, I think I think the Browns will win. Yeah. Oh, come on. Just like, yeah. why don't you pick like 12 scores? Maybe one of them will be right. <laughs> anyway, 48 <laughs> to. Uh, Maybe right. you go to overtime. I don't know. I'll just bet at everything. Maybe right. you'll hit one of them. Well, I uncovered the mystery of why we couldn't find Tunnel Vision by four years. The name of the song is Double Vision. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll us out with some Tunnel Vision. Yeah, yeah double. Roll us out with some Double Vision by Foreigner. Have a good night, everybody. Go Steelers, go Browns. Hope your team wins. (laughs) Cutting weights back, (laughs) y'all.